What's up, everybody? Welcome to the world's best podcast with Jack and Reno. I'm Jack. And I'm Reno. And we're two dudes in our mid-20s who don't know shit, but are doing our best to figure this life thing out. We are so glad to have you along for the ride. Let's get it fired up! Oh, it's connecting on YouTube? Look, Rito, we're live. Is it, was it working? Yeah, let's see. Let's uh, get this link out to the Instagram thing. Dude, I'm here like, I'm, I'm seeing myself like 50 times. Hey, everybody. Yeah, on the, if you're, you on you're the... joining us live on Facebook, um, how do I share the link with you? Okay. Actually, there's shit I'm supposed to hide, so I'm going to stop screen sharing because cool. there's stuff that they say is private. Hey everybody, if you're live with us now, thank you for joining. Um, we are, please bear with us while we figure this out. It's like, it seems like it'd be really simple, and it's not. So we're trying to find a link so we can share it to our Instagram. Um, and we're also live on YouTube. My YouTube account is uh, just Jack Ernest. We don't have a uh, with Jack and Reno YouTube yet, but we'll get there. We're just, you know, every week we're improving things a little bit. Wait, is um, so which YouTube is it on? Or what is it on your which yeah. YouTube? <laughs> is it on yeah, our, our, our Gmail account or is you tab? It's uh, it's it's the Jack at JackAndReno dot com, YouTube dot com, and Jack Ernest and oh dude, live look at this, look at this, and I can send this to you right now. Oh no, this is last week. Snowpocalypse. That video is on there. That's good. Pooping in a snowpocalypse. Oh, yeah, a little clip in there. Nice. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. We were uh, live last week on YouTube, too. Oh. Where, oh wait, wait no. do you have the URLs? Well, I have... Okay, so this is last week. How do I get to this one? Jack Ernest. Yeah, if you have the URLs, then... Live stream. Live right now. Okay, this is going to get really... Okay, I, I don't I want to pause this. Okay, there we are. We're live. Okay. Um. Sweet. Let me send this to you. Yeah, if you want to send me the links, I'll send it out to Insta. Okay, Get the people going. Hey, if you're here, pop into the Facebook chat. Just come say hi. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I don't think we're actually live on Facebook. I got to push this go live button. Dude, go you just suddenly got way better audio. Did I? Yeah, just, I don't know. Maybe the mic moved on your thing, but you sound way better now. Hey, everybody. Wait. Oh, dude. Now we're talking. Hey, everybody. Copy. Um, here's how you should find. Go to my Facebook page and copy that link, and then you can get that one as well. We are live. More. Happy Saturday. Come join in. For Wait, how do I? Hour. You will have. Oh, okay. We're live here on Facebook because I can see that. There's the live stream. And we're live on Facebook. And will you just go to my Facebook page, Reno, and check that I'm live? Um, yeah, just give me one second. I'm working on the YouTube one. Dude, it's going to be good. It's good stuff. There we go. Now the YouTube link is up. And then... Can you send me the Facebook one to my phone so I can put on the Instagram deal? Because otherwise I'd have to email it to myself and then pull it from my email, which is another application. Okay, yeah, let me just uh, sign in. Thank you, everybody, for your patience. We're here. We're going to get going in a moment and talk about the most interesting things you have heard mm-hmm. yet, like ever, maybe in your entire life. That in your entire life. Yep. In Today, life. you know that moment... What do you say is the inflection point of your life where that was the moment that everything changed for you for the better? This is not a 0% chance. That could be this moment right now, today. This could be the day. Um, There's not a link, dude. I can't just like get it. Like I'm here, this live thing. Oh, copy link. Okay, and send it right now. There we go. There we go. We're so close. 
Okay, you guys, we're working out the kinks of this live thing, but mm-hmm. it's gonna get it's gonna get better and better. You know, next week we might be on Twitch or sometime in the next coming weeks. Every our rule or system is every week we're gonna remove improve one part. So today we're live on Facebook and on YouTube, and the next week maybe somewhere else, maybe we'll improve audio quality. Something's gonna be better. So keep tuning in, and you're gonna be along for the ride, and it's gonna be a good time. Boom. I'm trying to copy this, dude. This is just not easy on apple because it won't give me the link it'll just it'll just allow me to go to the place here we go all right now we go boom 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 Dude, you, uh, going live yeah, i read this thing about startups from uh paul graham and i talk about paul graham a lot but he's a he's like the one of the white like the big white i think he might be the white combinator startup which is this like startup coalition where they just put all these startups mm-hmm. in a building together so they can collaborate and get coaching and then like, you know, mm-hmm. go through their different levels of funding and then like get that coaching from this group. And then also like, you know, if you have like, say you had Uber and Tesla there at the same startup, they'd be like, oh, we can combine and do self-driving cars for Uber. Like, they, so it's like ideas can mold and mesh and you can collaborate. Genius idea. Mm-hmm. But what he says when you're starting a new product, there he says go. people think about, they overthink about trying to make things super scalable. Mm-hmm. And he says, don't do that. When you first start making a new product, do not make it. Just do it like the least efficient way possible. Just do it. Just prove that it works. And mm-hmm. then change the tech to make it scalable. Don't mm-hmm. like go in it with this mentality of immediately having scalable because you just won't get it done. Right. Yeah. And you don't know if that part's going to even be useful yet. So just like, mm-hmm. just try it out at the least effective way possible. Like when DoorDash mm-hmm. started. It was one dude that just did all the orders. <laughs> like the orders would come in. Right? He's like, well, this is I gotta start getting to the food and bringing it to people. So just this one guy mm-hmm. driving around. And but he was like, no, this is gonna be a a, net, a software network, and we're going to mm-hmm. expand it. So it's like it's gonna like change the way of how you know food is delivered across the, the world. And that was his vision. Mm-hmm. But when he first did it, an order would come in, and then he would just get on his every time it came in, just <laughs> like you get in his car and go deliver the food. Mm-hmm. That's not scalable, but guess what? No, that's a started DoorDash. That yeah, that itself is a terrible idea. Uh, if that was it, but then he scaled it. So exactly, if, but you just so, the concept worked, and so he's like, "Well, exactly. the concept works." So now yep. they're in. So like, let's start yep. scaling it, dude. I love I love that idea. Just getting in the game, like just get. If you have an idea, just literally try it. There was this book I read a while ago called Lean Startup. And they kind of tag the terms of minimum viable product and early adopters. And it sort of framed how I engage in any idea. And you'll notice this. And that th- those terms are literally st- are used in the startup industry all the time. But they talk about don't focus on presenting your most perfect product. Because oftentimes, you don't even know what part of your product people are going to want. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea what the final product you're going to release it. it's like even this podcast like we were really focused on like oh what should we should we do research like what should this be but we don't know where this could end this could end up where people go yeah i just really like hearing i don't know what the weather is or something like we could just find some random niche that people just weather. love yeah. yeah and we we would have no idea people go yeah it's just hilarious to hear you guys talk about it and then that might be our podcast but they talk about it. make a minimum viable product like literally the easiest quickest possible thing that could be called a product <laughs> Just, yeah, just make just, that just, and then remove all the parts people don't like whatever people exactly. are going to do just get rid of mm-hmm. it and you just yep. have to see it's like you have to like kind of remove emotion from the equation so it's like mm-hmm. you might like that part the most but if it's not catching on then you know yeah whatever dump it yeah that's the hard part is they i think some people call it like killing the baby or whatever which is like a really violent term but like whatever your idea was that you were like so attached to they're like no i really love this segment it's like dude no one I know it's cool and it's, it was it was a good idea, but that's we that's no one wants it. We're gonna focus on this other good idea. In fact, get a better idea. But you gotta be willing to let go of your first idea, which is not easy. But I feel like if you are like can quickly like be okay with letting go of good ideas, I feel like that's a better mentality in the long run of just being willing to throw away literally every single assumption and idea you have, mm-hmm. like it, literally it, it, every it, single thing. Like- it's like taking the sunk cost fallacy, you know, where if you've mm-hmm. invested something for a while that you feel like you need to keep doing it, it mm-hmm. but to the biggest extreme. Like, you know, here's a good example. You know, I'm going into sales. I had a mechanical mm-hmm. engineering degree, and I'm mm-hmm. just going into sales. It's like, mm-hmm. that's in the past. It's still useful knowledge, like all this engineering knowledge and 
you know, like there's way okay. We're gonna do a couple. We're gonna do a couple big thoughts at once here. Boom. But, let's hear it. Like, I just because I have an engineering degree that doesn't limit me to engineering jobs, and so it's like it'd be wrong mm-hmm. to think whatever degree you get limits mm-hmm. you to that realm of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but what it's it, but it doesn't make it not useful, right? It's not like there's nothing I gained from my engineering degree mm-hmm. because, okay, so. Here's one thing that I've been learning recently, and this is a a good way to look at the world if you're listening, is mm-hmm. a lot of professions are like the way you get your degree, like like it it gives you a perception on the world. So what mm-hmm. I mean by that is like engineers have a way of looking at the world in every single situation. So do doctors. So mm-hmm. do physical therapists. Uh, so do bartenders. Like like you mm-hmm. just you like if you have the engineer mindset, it's a useful Mm -hmm. one in any situation because all engineering is, is just taking the knowledge you have and applying it to something useful and new, right? That's Mm -hmm. really what it is. What do you Mm -hmm. know? What is everything you know? And how do you apply that and create something new, right? Whereas Mm -hmm. like in the different, like science, I would say like a scientist is different. They're like, Mm -hmm. how do we push the boundaries of what we know? Like that's science. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mm -hmm. engineering mindset is how do we take what we know and apply it? Um, if you're an artist, the mindset is, you know, it's it's it, it's totally different. I've been trying to like, you know, go through that artist point of view where things are just like subjective and emotional, mm-hmm. and it's a, and it's a totally valid like all these ways are valid ways of looking at the world. Mm-hmm. And when you start to realize that these different lenses exist, you can you can switch them. You can be like, okay, mm-hmm. let's put my engineer hat on. Okay, how do mm-hmm. we make this more efficient? Okay, mm-hmm. let's take the engineer hat off and let's put my like uh, artist hat on and be like, okay, how do mm-hmm. we make this pretty and beautiful? Mm. and those are different questions and you can just literally like sometimes i'll even do it like physically do it if i'm trying to like look <laughs> mm-hmm. at a problem from multiple angles i'll literally go like this just to like you know because it just yeah. switches my mindset right and so when you look at take, when you take this like multiple angle approach to uh like just any problem you just you just like you know it kind of just helps you find holes and do it because if you're with all engineers you're going to miss a problem that like somebody with the artist mind would have noticed but you can be both you don't have to mm-hmm. just like be one mm-hmm. you can do both but you just have to realize you're actively switching yeah dude i love that that the way you phrase that i think that's your best way of phrasing that idea i've heard so far because i like the idea of that hat and of, of going how do you mix these things because it's a good it's a good model because it's hard to be the artist and the engineer at the same time that's those are those are kind of competing hats or lenses oh, and ways of viewing the world they kind of don't necessarily exist at the same time but you can switch between them so i like that model a lot i think that in terms of your first the first thing you said about honestly going to college is how you is how you kind of start to frame how you approach and attack the world mm-hmm. I think people don't talk about that, but that's kind of a big benefit of going to college. Like college kind of gets sold, I think, a little bit incorrectly in that it's sold as, well, you're going to make more money in your life and you're going to open yourself up to more ideas. Well, it's just mostly you're going to make more money in your life. It basically, it's basically for people say you have to go to college because you need to have, you need to be a skilled laborer so you can make more money and you get these jobs. But there's a couple things incorrect about that in my perspective is one, um, I think the biggest benefit of college is the actual changing of your mindset and view of the world and helping you learn a way to view it like with an engine with the engineer hat on. I didn't realize it until other people pointed it out. But the way that you and I will look at a problem is what what do we know? What do we not know? What are we solving for? And well, actually, that's it. <laughs> what equations do we have? That's but it. but you can sum that up into what do we know? And that applies. Yeah. And and so you, at first you hear that thought and you might go, oh, well, duh. But in engineering for four, five freaking years, every single class had us do that process. Every single they class. Really and literally do. write it down. What variables do you have? What are you solving for? What formulas do you have? That concept, it gets beat in your brain for five years. It really scales with the... It, you can use it for a lot of problems. Well, and the other thing I want to say is it's it's not an exclusive club. We just told you mm-hmm. how to do it, and you mm-hmm. can do it. You can just go, yep. what do I know? Write down all the things you know. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to do? Write down what you're trying to do, and then just go, and then just like start connecting the dots. Okay, how can mm-hmm. I put these things that I know and I have together 
to get mm-hmm. to this end result. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one thing Naval says a lot is uh, like, like the way he defines sex is, is the success is uh, figure out what you want, figure out what the cost is, and then mm-hmm. pay that cost. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. want to be really in shape? What's the cost? Well, the cost is working out three times a week and changing your diet, maybe drinking less. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to be really in shape, figure mm-hmm. out the cost and go pay it. Mm-hmm. Go work out Dude. three times a week. Dude, that was... Like it just, it's a simplifying way to look at the world, but it's really mm-hmm. useful. And everyone can do it, right? Things just mm-hmm. don't have to be that complicated. They don't. Well, dude, that is... And that's such a good way to view things. And that is exactly what the engineer mindset is. It's literally... It's just... And it's so straightforward. You just go, yeah, well, where do I want to go? What do I have to do to get there? And then just do it. Mm-hmm. Just figure it out. I want to be huge. I want to be enormously jacked. I want 22-inch biceps. Oh man, I don't know if I have the genetics for that. I don't know if that's possible. Like, could I even continue to go work out? Where would I work out? Just literally line it out. Write it down real quick. You don't have to be detailed. You're not writing a 25 step plan here. You go, what do I need? Okay, a gym. I need an Olympic weights gym. All right, where is that? Oh, it's here. What's the cost for that? $25 a month or whatever it is. Okay, cool. Um, what do I need to eat more of? Generally, you need to eat more protein. You could stop there. Just eat a lot of protein, but you could go further. You can start counting your calories and your macros, and that would give you more success. But you don't have to go any further than that. You can go further than that in count and understanding everything, eat, tracking everything you eat in a week, and then following certain people who understand how to weight lift. But again, all you had to do was was just ride down, go to the gym, eat lots of protein, and then just do that consistently. And, and then you'll get to what you wanted. And it be, suddenly even, becomes less ambiguous. And I'll even take it a step further. Like go like the gym requirement. That's a limiting belief. You don't need to go to the gym to be in good shape. Just fucking put on some shoes and run yep. out the front door. There you right. go. Just go start running. Like mm-hmm. if you're like, okay, oh, I can't get a gym membership right now. You don't have to. Go mm-hmm. put on your shoes and mm-hmm. just go start running. And just run mm-hmm. until you get tired and then walk home. Mm-hmm. Run until you can't run anymore and then once yep. just run in one direction until you can't run anymore and then walk home yeah. for your cool down. Because yeah. if you haven't run before, you're not going to make it very far. <laughs> Yeah, not dude. You're gonna go maybe a mile and a half. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. Apologize, like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to start running. Like, I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start running. So I leave. We're at the fraternity time. I leave the front door of the fraternity, and I made it one quarter of a mile before I had to sit down, dude. (laughs) This is it. And I felt like ashamed, but I shouldn't Uh feel ashamed because Mm -hmm. the next time, I made it like, you know, I made it like a third of a mile, a quarter mile, to a third of a mile, and then I made it a Mm -hmm. half mile. And then I ran a mile, made it a mile. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, maybe eventually I can run to the top of Bald Hill from the front door, which was like six mm-hmm. miles away. It felt like mm-hmm. a kind of a pipe dream. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep running just in yeah. that direction. And then mm-hmm. once I get too tired, I'll come home. And then one day I made it to the top You're of the hill. Like, oh, think, yeah. If every day you make it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect way to visualize it. Well, in running, it's even easier. It's like, well, how far did I go? Well, let me try to go farther the next yeah, week. I just, or the next I just, I'll just go a little farther tomorrow. Look, that's how yeah. far I made it. I'm just going to go a little farther tomorrow. And then one day, yep. I, fell, I started crying, dude. I got there, and I was there. Really? And I was just, like, crying. I was looking out, top because there's a good view up there, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I get up there, and it's taken, like, four months of, like, running, like, four times a week to finally, like, yeah. make it to the top of this hill. And I get to the top of the hill, and I'm just like, I fucking did it, dude. Yeah. We're at the top of the hill. We're at the top of the hill. And I ran mm-hmm. to the top of the hill. <laughs> like, what a pointless goal. But, dude, it was, yeah. like, emotional, man. It changed yeah. my how I view the entire world that day. Yep. So it's not trivial. It's not stupid. dude. It, it mm-hmm. changed my world perspective. You go, okay, mm-hmm. I want to go in a direction. Every day I'm going to make it a little bit further. And it's yep. not going to always look pretty like along the way. But, dude, mm-hmm. nobody pays attention. And when you have an embarrassing mm-hmm. moment, everyone wants to forget it. Because it yeah. kind of stings. Everybody goes, everybody's going to forget that guy did that. Because it's kind of yeah. embarrassing and I don't want yeah. to deal with it. It's, and that's a useful thing to know. Because people yeah. don't sit there and remember your embarrassing things. Yeah. Well, I think we oh, we way overestimate what people even give a shit about or like we're like oh i'm so embarrassed i'm gonna someone's gonna ask how far i went and i'm gonna say a quarter mile and then they're gonna i'm ashamed dude no one first of all no one cares and then also they're gonna get back like dude i'm glad you went running that's really that's really healthy and good for yourself i'm glad that that happened people are way more supportive than we give them credit for and i think it Mm. i don't know what happened but i think young uh, just kids are just dickheads and maybe that's where we learned that from and then we get anxious that people are going to judge us but dude once you're an adult like 
people are pretty supportive, especially when you're trying to be healthy because no one, like very few people go to work out. So they see you working out. They're like, oh, that's really, I'm happy that you did that. But I think what's more interesting to talk about that is that is a perfect model. And I can see why you like cry at the top. That's a perfect story that shows you how just life is going to be. You're going to go, I want to be there. And I don't know how to get there. And I don't know every, and I cannot foresee every single step that it takes to get there. I cannot foresee it. Generally the correct direction. You generally know. And, but, and you don't restrict yourself to how you're going to get there. You just go, I want to be there one day. And you just go, I'm going to take the steps every day to just get a little bit closer. And it's hard. It's really fucking hard. And that's hard every time. Mental progress though. Is it just, it adds up over time. Mm -hmm. Big time. So just like every day. You know what I started doing recently is I started getting mm. out of bed and I mm-hmm. started saying out loud, it's a good day to be alive. Nice. Because what day yeah. is not a good day to be alive? Because you Dude. not be alive. Yep. That would be worse, right? Well, I don't yeah. know if it would be worse because I haven't not been alive. So <laughs> it's not really a comparison of better or worse, but like, yeah. it's just a good day to be alive. And yeah, the other thing I start saying is, I'm, 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 I'm happy, I'm healthy, and I'm well. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm grateful, thankful, yeah. thankful. Mm-hmm. to be here it's just like yeah world's a good place it's a good dude it's, it's a good, good place but humans have done or at least you know this does exist in the world but we're like doing a good job like generally like it's getting this is this is going away mm-hmm. we don't live under the active threat of death <laughs> just like going like through the world every day yeah yeah like we're not being actively hunted by a by a killing machine animal like yeah, literally, like saber tooth tigers. Those yeah, are like we don't worry about to that. Kill humans, like they evolved yeah. to kill humans. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem anymore, dude. My it's ans- not our ancestors. They just solved that for us. I like, go, oh, you know, you know, you say animals are extinct and stuff. You know, I'm kind of glad that the animal <laughs> that was evolved to murder us uh-huh. is gone. It just, I think that. I think it's a good, yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably a good thing. Yeah, the shit that kills us. Dude, I remember my dad said this so long ago, but he's like, dude, people get so uppity about these coyotes we're killing. Or like, there used to be wolves that roamed around, you know, Oregon, and we killed all those, and the ones around Portland. And he goes, you know what, Reno? I'm glad there's no more wolves roaming around Portland. And, I, and I'll say that to anybody. And anyone who says the opposite of that is fucking insane. They're welcome to go to Yellowstone and just see what it's like. To have packs, roving packs of wolves that identify you as an easy target compared to the things that have horns and hooves. We are like the easiest target if we don't have Dude, but tools. We win in long distance. You know that humans are like over, uh, it's like a two mile. Humans are like the fastest animal. Not all humans. I, yeah. Some humans that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was me for a while, right? I told the story. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make it more than a quarter mile. Yeah, but right. But if you go get in shape, humans yeah. are the fastest over a two-mile yep. stretch. Yep. I did hear that. The gray. Uh, oh, yeah. With Liam Neeson. With Liam Neeson. Where mm-hmm. Liam Neeson versus a pack of wolves. Yeah, dude. One of my favorite movies of all time. I just I love it, dude. You're just in there. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just good. It's all dude. you can say. No about the movies. Liam Neeson versus a pack of wolves. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Movie. Dude, he's just a grizzly kind of, you know, like really deep boy. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I go like out a, there, like I protect. Just, and He's like he has an, himself, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Dude, dude. And then just the fucking ending where he's like versus the wolves and he duct tapes all the alcohol bottles. Like he just found himself at these finds the alpha wolf, like the biggest badass wolf. And he just has nothing. So he duct tapes all the glass bottles to his hands. Breaks him off on rocks and he goes, "Let's fucking go, dude!" I was like, "Yeah!" He didn't give up. He's like, "Dude, I'm fucked, yeah, but I'm going don't in, dude." Spoil, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, for everybody dude. that's about to watch, because you gotta go watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I mean, I mean, I'll say this about spoilers: that movie's been out for like 15 years or whatever, so I don't feel yeah, but, as bad. But I want them but, to watch it. But but this could be the first time somebody's heard of the movie, and then what if yeah. you just we bring the movie into somebody's world, and then we just immediately tell them the ending, even if you know the ending, yeah. though. Movie's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's good. I love the whole concept. Dude, there's one thing I've been wanting to talk about. I, I feel like I probably talk about this all the time, but this relates a little bit what we were just speaking about was um, I feel like sometimes we can all get in our heads about 
you know, what's it going to take to get fit? What's it going to take to get to this job or that, to our career, get a house, these sort of things. I think that what you do every day is who you are. So, and, and what you're going to have. So it's not about, oh, how many times do I work out in a, in a 52 week year? How many times do I work out in a week? You know, how, what are my cheat days? What are this and that? What you do every day is who you are and who you're going to become. So like if every day you're working out or you're active, you don't have to work out, but you're active. You hike or you walk around like you did golf or you walk the whole course. If that's what you do every day, then you will have an active body type and you will become Mm -hmm. fit. What about being healthy? They say, oh, I'm going to, you know, I meal prep. I plan for the whole week and I do these things. It's like this big mental obstacle for you to figure out how to be healthy and all these things or or lose weight. Well, if that doesn't work for you, model it this way. What do you do every day? Every day, are you in the moment eating healthier foods? During your lunch and your dinner, do you have fruits and vegetables? Do you have a low amount of sugars and added fats and that kind of thing? Can I interrupt for an extremely Mm -hmm. relevant point on the exact Mm -hmm. food thing? Yep, 100%. So Scott Adams said this the other day, and this is the most genius idea. It's a really good system to help you eat healthier. Every mm-hmm. time before you eat something, ask yourself, is this fuel or is it entertainment? Like mm. broccoli, that's fuel. A cookie, yep. that's entertainment. And so you just recategorize it in your brain and it just makes the decision-making process a oh. lot easier. You go, is this mm-hmm. fuel or is this entertainment? And then you go, yeah, this is entertainment. And I don't mm-hmm. really need it right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't really need that mm-hmm. right now. I do need yeah. some fuel though, so let's go get some fuel for myself. Dude, Before, I love that. Isn't that great? And you just it's a great you just, like because then you don't have to like think of like because then you're not like because dude, you know it's hard is just counting calories, tracking everything, mm-hmm. figuring out your macros. Mm-hmm. Simplify it. Mm-hmm. Fuel or entertainment, mm-hmm. and you will, and you can change your whole diet that way. That's true. Asking Be- yourself that question every time before you eat. Dude, that's true because that's the entertainment power of systems versus goals. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, but dude, I, I like, uh, we should get into that system first goals thing. Um, but I like that because entertainment food is a terrible fuel and fuel is pretty terrible entertainment. Like ice cream, that's not really good fuel. You're going to eat a lot of it and you're going to feel really bad and it's not great, but it's a great entertainment. But broccoli, it's a great, and like rice, that's a great fuel. Yeah, it's not really good entertainment. So I like that. I like that dichotomy. That's that, how they split that up. But, um, but yeah, to finish, I guess wrap up point before we get systems goals thing. I, I like the idea of what you do every day. Not, not what are you going to do tomorrow? Not what are you going to do for dinner? Not are you going to work out in an hour? What are you doing literally right now? Do you do every day? Do you make the conscious choice that you are going to eat healthy today? And do you do it? Because if you, because if you eat like shit today, well, guess what? You're going to eat like shit tomorrow. That's how that works. And But if every day you eat healthy, then tomorrow you'll also eat healthy and you'll build momentum. Pretty soon you're always eating healthy because who you are in the moment is the only thing that exists. You haven't eaten anything tomorrow. You're not going to eat anything tomorrow. Eventually, tomorrow will become today and then in that moment, you're going to eat something. So all you got to do is what are you doing right now, today, what are you eating Make that choice. That's the choice that matters. It does not matter what you do tomorrow. What are you literally eating right now? Yeah, dude. It just, yeah, because that's all there is, is now. That's it. Yeah. There is no, tomorrow is not really a tangible concept. I mean, this gets a little bit metaphysical for some of you. Some of you are probably totally clued into this concept, but that's all that's here is the Mm -hmm. moment right now. You know, you hear the like the last Wednesday theory where it's like everything could have come into existence last Wednesday, but it doesn't mm-hmm. make a difference for what you're doing right now. But then you have mm-hmm. to have some faith that things are iterative and like will compound over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like dude, things just work. I do want to talk yeah. about the systems versus goals. Let's and do I'll it. tell you about some of the systems that I've been implementing that have been changing my life. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Stop calling mistakes mistakes because mistakes feel shitty. You know what you call mm-hmm. them? Learning experiences. Mm-hmm. That's just a totally different mind frame. When you mm-hmm. go, oh, fuck, 
that was it. That was a learning experience. You don't go, oh, mm-hmm. I, you, instead of saying, oh, I fucked up. That was a mistake. You start to feel guilty mm-hmm. and bad. You go, that was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you don't feel bad about it. You feel like you've gained something mm-hmm. from the experience mm-hmm. and then you can move on and not make that mistake again. Just mm-hmm. by, instead, when you, when you fuck something up, you go, that was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Stop calling it a mistake. That's just negative mm-hmm. thinking. You need positive mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. There's I like that. One. I like that one a lot. Did you want me to follow? Do you want to do a bounce back thing? We'll talk yeah, about our different some, systems. Let's do, let's do, that sounds yeah, fun. Let's, let's do bounce back. Let's do bounce back. All right. So one, um, I don't kind of, I'm, so some of these might, I'm not, I was about to give a preamble. Who gives a shit? This, so here's a system is uh, my goal. So where I want my life to be and who I want to be. I used to have a, uh, on my whiteboard was I had two whiteboards chocked full and they had who's ideal Reno. It was like every attribute, funny, uh, stylish fit, uh, lots of money, just all those different things. And then I had like, I want to buy a house and I had all the steps and all the inner intermediate goals to get there. So I had big goals and then I had smaller intermediate goals. Everything was just goals everywhere. And then I would slowly chisel away at them. Well, one day, I mean, I talked to you on that day, but I was stressed out, dude. I freaked out. I had to call my manager. I was like, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I'm really emotional. I'm really angry, and I got to figure something out right now. And I was literally just overloaded with how many goals I gave myself because everyone talks about how good goals are, and they're good, but it's like anything else. You get too many of them, and then you're just you're overloading yourself. No one gave you these things, but you just kept packing shit on, and so – I journaled and what felt amazing, like surprisingly relieving, I erased my entire whiteboard. That's all I did. I didn't, and, and I didn't take a picture of it. I didn't write down what was on there in case I wanted it. I just said, I'll wipe the slate clean. Gone. And I like, I did you that. You probably lost your whole identity, right? Like, and your world came crashing down and it was all over, right? Oh, it was over, That's dude. What you and think it would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet it was yeah. actually. <laughs> we, exactly yeah what if i release myself from these standards will i turn into yeah. a piece of shit because that's a thought that yeah. i still wrestle with yeah. what if i what if i oh god what if i let myself just be who i am i'll turn into a raving lunatic i'll start hurting people and being awful it's like not really dude you're actually probably just a good person and you should just let that good person come out but to mm-hmm. kind of sum up my point was uh what i did i what i replaced that with I sat down, like I, I, I almost cried when I erased everything because I felt such a sense of relief. But then I wrote down on there, um, I think I wrote down, who am I, what do I care about, and who do I, and how do I want to help this world while I'm here? And then I wrote down like two points under each title, and I just go, that's where I'm going. I just wrote down where I'm going. I just, it's a big cone. There's no straight line to the end of my life. It's a big cone, and I'm just going to drive all up and down around. But I pointed in a direction that I wanted to go and then trusted myself to make the right choices towards that direction every day as opposed to being like, you need to do this every day or else you're going to fuck up, saying, well, the, the bald hill. You need to get to the top of bald hill, whatever that is, new house, uh, fitness, money, um, relationship. Uh, you want a, a better relationship with your family, whatever. It's at the top of the hill, and that's your direction. Uh, but you don't limit yourself about how you're going to get there and you don't stress yourself out about how you're going to get there. Because what you could do with that, the bald hill example, is you could say, uh, four, in, in one, zero to four weeks, I will be running uh, one mile and then returning. And then the next goal is uh, six to eight weeks, I'll be running two miles and then returning. And then it's like this big stressful thing you got to do. But instead, you just and go. Yeah, and then you don't hit these metrics. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you feel bad about yourself. But yeah, here, here's Good. why I stopped doing the gold thing. I just, I, I just stopped setting. I just stopped setting. People are like, oh, you can't like live without goals. Yes, you can. And you can still be productive. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. You can live your life and not set any goals. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why that works. Here's mm-hmm. the problem with goals. When you set yourself a goal or a target, you live in this constant state of reminding yourself of what you don't have. Like mm. every time you think about the goal, you think about something you have not yet attained. Mm-hmm. This is something I've kind of come to the realization recently. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll probably go back on the goals in like six months. But I actually, I actually <laughs> oh, don't yeah. think so. I actually think I'm probably permanently off of the goal of saying that I, I, maybe I'll go back to it because you just, you know. Dude, there's no auditor. No one's auditing but, our ideas. We just say them and believe them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but, but you live in this constant state of what do I not have? But when you move to this mm-hmm. system thing, like my system is, okay, I need to live a more active lifestyle. Well, what's a good mm-hmm. way to do that? 
Mm-hmm. Dude, go find a hobby you like that's active. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to the gym. That's not the mm-hmm. only way to live in that. Do you mm-hmm. like golf? Could you like golf maybe if you played it? Do you like tennis? Do you mm-hmm. like walking the neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Do you like going on hikes? Pick a hobby that you're going to do regularly. And why mm-hmm. you're going to do it regularly? Because you like it. Mm-hmm. That's active. And just do that hobby. Mm-hmm. Working out does not have to... There's, there's no rules about what being active is. Mm-hmm. It, the only thing is, is are you moving your body? Mm-hmm. Do you like to watch TV and touch your hands to your knees? I mean, like, stand up and just, like, touch your knees to your hands. You could just really enjoy doing that. And if yeah. you did that for, like, every hour you watch TV, well, mm-hmm. that would be enough moving around to just mm-hmm. have a fairly active body. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it doesn't need just, what do you, what's the, what's something that's active, like, of all the active things that exist, because there's a lot of them, mm-hmm. that you would enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. Go do that thing. And just go do it more. Because... It doesn't matter if it costs money because stop thinking of it as because that's like where you go like is it good for you then it's okay to spend money on it mm-hmm. you know are you spending a thousand dollars a year to go snowboard or ski well that sounds expensive but less expensive when you go you're buying your physical health mm-hmm. and it's fun things mm-hmm. can be fun and also good for you yeah but no rule against that <laughs> yeah dude one point i want to i want to touch on that too was uh the tyranny of the self through goals and this is something that i i uh, that i do did all the time and i'm trying to stray away from is the tyranny on yourself where you are going you have to achieve these goals here's the timeline and if you don't achieve these goals you suck and then it's it's this tyranny where you Force yourself. You go, I am going to do 50 push-ups every day or I'm going to go to the gym because that's how other people do it. What helps and it's just a happier, peaceful way is like, well, like you said, what what do you like to do? What is really enjoyable for you? Because what life do you want to live? So say you go and you set all these goals. I'm going to do 50 push-ups a week or a day and then I'm going to you know, run six miles every day. If you hate doing that, what kind of life, even if you achieve that, what kind of life are you living? A life that is good, that other people will admire your goals for, but you hate every day? That's what I was living. I was setting my goals so that someone could look at my life like they were auditing it and go, oh, yeah, you really did good. Wow, look at all these goals. These are good goals. Oh, and you achieved these? Oh, wow, that's that's awesome. You were successful. You did it. And I realized, whose fucking life am I living? That's silly. Well, how about instead... I have the same objective of getting healthy or being funny or something, but how I get there is something I want to do. And guess what? If you want to do something, you're going to do it. That's the best part. If you, if you have your goal and your system and however, and your means of getting, so sorry, minus the goal. If you have your system and there's as a target, if the means of getting there are fun, you don't have to force yourself to do it. There's no discipline needed. You'll just do it. Like if, if your goal is to eat fucking cookies every day, do you think it'd be hard to do that? Or do you think that would be really easy for someone who likes cookies? That would be so – and you would love it, dude. You would love it. You go, oh, yeah. My system is I want to eat so many cookies and I want to be 300 pounds. Dude, that would be the easiest. You would achieve that ahead of schedule. Whatever schedule you thought you would reach 300 pounds, you would get that ahead of schedule because you would be eating so many cookies. Or replace yeah. that with something else you enjoy. Dude, and you'll do it naturally. I on pounds for, my, for the life of me, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's clearly like I don't think my body composition is different. I think it's, just, I think it's a psychological thing. I just like mm-hmm. food less than other people do. Food mm-hmm. doesn't – I'm just not that interested. Which also yeah. makes you just like – because like I'm like super not into the fat – like – Okay, I'm gonna blow some of your minds right now. Okay, mm-hmm. I think fat shaming is wrong, and you should like nobody's a bad person for being fat, right? Mm-hmm. You're just you're just not. It's also okay to say that being overweight is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Both of those things can exist. You don't mm-hmm. need to feel guilty about it, but it's okay to say this mm-hmm. is not a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't feel bad about it? Just like look at it just mm-hmm. it's just true right it's just yeah. it's not like this is just that's just an objective like it's just but you know if you are okay with you know increasing your risk if, if the your enjoyment of food like because mm-hmm. that's really what it is do you enjoy food mm-hmm. more than you enjoy you know a physically able body like a healthy mm-hmm. lifestyle and like you know more mental clarity and mm-hmm. a lower risk of all these diseases 
Because that's and, and like and, you mm-hmm. know you recategorize that and, and some people just like food that much. Like I don't like mm-hmm. I can't relate that much because I just don't mm-hmm. like food that much. Mm-hmm. I'll forget to eat, and then when I eat, it's like sometimes it's a chore. I'm like, okay, I need to put mm-hmm. some calories. In. I need some fuel right now, mm-hmm. and so it's like there's no that's that's a huge reason, and that's just like just I guess that's lucky, right? That, that mm-hmm. it's that way compared to. Mm-hmm. having to stop because i know you're the opposite where like if mm-hmm. you let it like you'll just like you like yeah. i know like i got some like you I, well, we got some, i mean yeah, if, okay people i know that have ever struggled with weight know the best restaurants and i love going to eat <laughs> yeah because yep. like, i don't know the best places to eat i just never on mm-hmm. my thing but we got i go to austin with you Oh, dude, you pick out the best fucking Oh, yeah. And I love it, dude. I'm mm-hmm. like, I didn't know food could be this good. Yeah, dude, it makes it, it makes you want to eat because you're like, it's so good. That's why everyone's overweight yeah. in the South, dude, because the food yeah. is literally so, so good. good. Dude, and I want to put this idea out there so that maybe it'll help somebody or absorb it into the universe. I'm going to put this out there. Um, I struggled with weight my entire life. Actually, I want to show everybody this real quick. This is going to take five seconds, and I'm going to show you a picture of what I looked like when I was 10 years old. And everyone is shocked. Rhino. They called me Rhino. Dude, you ready for this? This is Rhino. Okay, so look at me. Everybody's like, you can't see me if you're listening to the thing, but I just generally look like a stand up. Yeah, a little little spin. Yeah, 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 see? There we go. Oh, oh, look at that. Uh, Nice, nice. Looking good. Sexy. Normal, Normal body shape. For a person. Okay. Yeah, that's Rhino. That's Rhino right there. That's if you rhino. can't see it, if you can't see it, <laughs> oh, well, get on YouTube and watch it. That's, but That's Rhino. But, dude, I'm immensely overweight. Dude, we used to eat just pizzas, and that was it. Me and my family, and we just house pizzas. We had three people. We would order three family-size Papa John's pizzas. Like, you order a family size for your family. We each took down a family size. Like, we were animals. And then I got a little skinnier and then I went to college and then I gained a bunch of weight and I was at like 225 or something, um, which would be a good weight if I was shredded, but I was not. <laughs> and so then um, the girlfriend I had at the time, she was like, oh, you're kind of gaining some weight. And I felt, I felt so bad. I was like kind of mad at her. I was like, you're making me feel bad about myself. And then, but I, but I looked at myself and I go, you know, you're right. I'm kind of letting myself go. My clothes aren't fitting and this is not what I want to look like. And I fucking love food i have i've never met anyone who has more insatiable appetite you had to hide them in a way where are my chips reno ate all of them dude i would go into your room and (laughs) dude i would go into your room and i would eat your food i it's dude it's a compulsion it's a while i have the least of all things i can control in my life my appetite i've actually given up i've just i just what i've done and this is my tip for everybody who has the same problem. Replace your food. Don't don't force yourself to eat less. That won't work. It won't work, dude. You like food too much. Just that won't work. You're gonna eat a lot. Replace your snack food with lower calorie things. Do you know how many times this happens to me, Jack? Where I get up, I'll get high or something, I'll get the munchies, or I come home five times a night. I look at my cupboards. I'm like, I need a snack. I need a snack. Nothing there. I look at my fridge. It's all just fruits and vegetables or like foods that I have to cook, whole grain rices. And I look and I go, God damn it. I have no fucking food in this house. And I get so mad. But you know what happens? In the morning, I go, I did the right thing. Because what did I eat last night? I ate grapes, apples, and then maybe I cooked up a little bit of rice and I had that. And maybe some avocado. And I go, that was a really healthy choice that I made. And now then my brain starts to get used to it. And it goes, no, these are good things. These are tasty and like apple. And now I enjoy apples and bananas and fruits. And I enjoy these things, but I eat a ton of it. I eat a ton, a ton. I just do all the whole grape container. I eat that in one night. My (laughs) stomach is like like, ballooned out. There's like 50 calories in there. Yeah. That's the best part. Water. Exactly, and I feel like a piece of shit. And then I wake up and I go, "Wow, that was just the best well, choice I could have made." Oh well, yeah, no, I'm like, I feel good. That was the right amount of fuel. I'm not gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's dude, that's, dude, it's huge. That's a system. Mm-hmm. That's a system. That's not a mm-hmm. goal. That's a system. The system is replace the high calorie foods with mm-hmm. low calorie ones and eat the mm-hmm. same amount. So yeah, dude, and or, I, I said, 
Yeah, eat more. Exactly, dude. Well, here's, and I want anyone who's struggling with weight loss, I was there. I lost 30 pounds in college over the course of six months or something like that. Literally just counting my calories. And I was just, I ate chicken. I ate the same exact fucking meal every week for six months. Some people don't have that diligence. There are programs for you. Um, to eat less. The goal, here's the biggest concept. This is a concept to put in your brain. Don't eat action items. The war is won at the grocery store. <laughs> that is where it is won. If you don't buy the chips, then you won't eat them all. But I know this about myself. I have zero control. The days that I go, you know, I'm going to have some chips. I'll buy the bag of chips, the guac, or the dip, and I will pound the entire thing in one night. That's 2,000 calories. Boom. Got them. So instead of trying to have all this food and snacks around you and controlling yourself, understand the war is won at the grocery store. Don't even buy the snacks and the high-calorie foods. Just don't buy them. And guess what? Your lazy ass ain't going to walk to the grocery store and buy the snacks. Because, you know, that's not what – like, you just want the snacks. You don't want to go get them. The whole point of snacks is that they're easy. So if you have to work for snacks every time, you're not going to do it. But at the grocery yeah, store – harder. <laughs> exactly. That's what you do. Dude, yeah. It, just add a little bit of an obstacle and it just – it'll – Yeah. Dude, it's good. It's good. It's that's what I tell everybody, dude. Because it's just weight loss for a lot of people is this really scary and confusing thing, but we've all known the truth of it for since high school when they took us taught us a personal health class. We all know it. Every single person in the United States. I'm I'm telling you right now. Everyone who feels like they're confused and they don't know how to do it, barring some like really extremely rare medical condition that 99% of Americans don't have, you know what to do. You're just not doing it. So change your system. Well, and sometimes I think though, it's like when you have a really big problem, you expect the solution to be complex, but mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not. Sometimes the solution mm-hmm. is just really simple, which is a good thing, right? Like, cause then, but then, but then here's, here's the like, like the negative feedback loop you can get into. Mm-hmm. Okay, first you think you have this huge problem, and then you and then you feel guilty about it, and then you feel even more guilty because it seems like there's a simple solution, and then you go, "There's no way the solution could be that simple because mm-hmm. I would be doing it." And it's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe not. Maybe yeah, not. maybe. And maybe that's your limiting belief is that you just like because you're not doing the simplest solution. Simple solution, you are putting in the category of things that don't work. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. maybe maybe you just want it, right? Like, it's okay to yeah. want things, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with loving food. There's just, that's just not a, mm-hmm. but, but, and, but like, you can love food, but then also reprogram it like the way you did where you go, well, I can't eat less. So you just mm-hmm. changed what you were putting in. You mm-hmm. just changed the inputs, right? Mm-hmm. You go, well, I'm not going to eat less. So what if we replaced ice cream with grapes? Mm-hmm. Now, do you like grapes? Oh, I like grapes. You know, they're pretty fucking good, mm-hmm. right? Well, could you just eat ice cream instead of grapes for the rest of your life? Well, mm-hmm. there you go. You just lost weight. I got another buddy that lost, uh, started losing a ton of weight. You know all he did? Stop drinking any calories. He just said, I'm just going to do water. Mm-hmm. Or my teeth, dude, I fucking get cavities like crazy. Well, I don't get mm-hmm. cavities anymore because I replaced soda with this sparkling water. Mm-hmm. I like it just as much, but mm-hmm. it doesn't fuck up my teeth. So it's mm-hmm. like... I just, I'm only going to drink this. And, you know, I have mm-hmm. soda now and again, whatever. But yeah. just generally, when I want a soda, I just grab a sparkling water and it mm-hmm. satisfies that same craving. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about that being a system versus a goal. Because if your goal is never to have soda or only have it once a week, you'd be stressing about that the whole time. You'd always be thinking mm-hmm. about it. But if you allow mm-hmm. yourself to go, generally, I'm going to stray, I'm going to replace soda with sparkling water generally i'm going to replace it because our brains it's hard for our brains to understand how to stop doing things but it's easier to understand how to replace one thing with another Mm -hmm. and then the other thing is is uh like when you're doing it it's like you have to be honest right like i actually like sparkling water as much as i enjoy soda uh, Mm -hmm. because because i because i also you know i started paying attention because after i drink a soda I started paying attention to the sugar crash. And so I felt the sugar crash. I think to myself, this is the soda. I feel bad because of mm-hmm. the soda. So mm-hmm. just like reprogramming my brain to not mm-hmm. like soda. 
So every mm-hmm. time I have a sugar crash, I go, this is the soda's fault. This is the soda's fault. And then when I see the soda, I immediately start associating it with the sugar crash. And then, you know, mm-hmm. after drinking sparkling water and feeling good, I go, this is the sparkling water. Mm-hmm. And so it's like just this like training your brain every time mm-hmm. you like, like, it's like it's a dog. You know, your dog mm-hmm. does something you want. You say, good boy. If it yeah. doesn't, you say bad. And you can just do the same thing mm-hmm. with yourself. You go, good, mm-hmm. good, good. Mm-hmm. And you go, or like it's hard like i don't really like actually ever like being negative to yourself and so that's why you mm-hmm. reframe things as learning experiences mm-hmm. but uh but just you can actually get a long way which is just really rewarding yourself with love with positive behavior mm-hmm. and i don't Big really time. like i don't like bringing on hate toward negative behavior because that's not because uh dude i've got this life coach dude, that i've been doing we're going to mm-hmm. it just it's been changing my world, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I really like this dude. One thing he says every time we meet, he goes, on your best days and on your worst days, you always deserve more love and not less. I love that. Mm-hmm. On your best days and on your worst days, you always deserve more love. That's that? cool. You always deserve more love. Mm-hmm. And then things are going great and, and then you can feel even better. You go, I, yeah. like, I deserve this. I deserve mm-hmm. more love, not less. And then mm-hmm. things are going shitty and you're like, I don't have to make myself feel worse. Mm-hmm. I deserve, like I, my whole body knows this is wrong i don't need to mm-hmm. keep telling myself with mm-hmm. my brain i can just feel it physically mm-hmm. i deserve more love yeah <laughs> yeah and i like that concept that the verbiage more because yeah. it's just more wherever you're at you deserve more there's more love dude i want to say i want to say something to everybody and i've and this is something that i want to say to my that i've tried to say to myself more is like you are awesome you deserve love you you are more awesome than your brain is actually able to conceptualize and understand. Mm-hmm. Inside of every human, this is every single human, you possess a network in your brain that is so complex, we may never fully understand it. We don't understand its origins. You are able to take in so much, vast, vast sums of information, build out patterns, and then consciously improve your life and those around you. You are an amazing thing granted onto this world and the world is better because you're here. And the world is worse when you try to numb and to make yourself smaller. The world is never gonna be better if you try to, to neuter yourself and, and chill yourself out and not show the world who you are. I promise you the world is better when you just go, you know what? I'm just going to be me. I'm going to be 100% me and I'm going to love myself and every day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to just, I'm going to love. I, it sounds cheesy and I resisted it for a long time because it sounded cheesy, but it's, dude, it's the reality. My life has never been better. It never, ever, I've never been happier and all the external successes have gotten better. Other people around me are happier and it's going to happen for you and it's happened to you, to you too. It just, you start, yeah, you deserve more love and you become a better node in this giant network of humans that exist on the world. You just, yeah. you gotta you love yourself. Know, dude. And you can, just, and your positivity and your energy, dude, it spreads. It's infectious. Mm-hmm. Your energy is infectious. It is. So go be fucking great. Go be, be great, the best dude. You, you can be. And do it now. You don't have to do it later. What, right now. That's all that exists. What's the best you you can be in the moment? Well, the best mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and like, guess what? If you pretend to be happy or you pretend to be positive, mm-hmm. you can think of it that way and you'll mm-hmm. still like do that. Yep. Here's yeah. The, Here's a good system that I've come up with. One thing I struggle with is staying organized or like mm-hmm. cleaning. Cleaning like sh- used to stress me out all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, here's how I reframed it in my head is every time I clean, I don't think of it as cleaning. I think of it as practicing being more organized. <laughs> practicing, right? And yeah. It's the same. I'm doing the same physical. Yeah, practice. right. But when I change it in my mind, I go, my room is a mess. I go, oh. I get excited. My see my room is mm-hmm. best. I don't get bummed anymore or feel hate. I go, mm-hmm. oh, this is a great opportunity to mm-hmm. practice being more organized and mm-hmm. being able to tell the difference between what mm-hmm. is organized and what is not. So when I see a mess, I don't get upset anymore. I go, oh, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to mm-hmm. practice being more organized. Mm-hmm. And it's like now something that was a negative in my life, which was like seeing messy rooms and stuff, suddenly mm-hmm. became a, a, a door to opportunity. Mm-hmm. And like, Think about that iterate because that's something that happens every single day. Now mm-hmm. think about that compounded over a year mm-hmm. or two years or three years. Dude, I'm gonna be the best fucking organizer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, gonna be like, how does Jack think make things organized so good? It's all, I practice every time I see him. Practice. Mess, I go, oh, yeah. this is an opportunity to practice being more organized, mm-hmm. and I just do it. You know, mm-hmm. I go, oh, I gotta take advantage of this opportunity there because they don't always come up. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's, it's like, like you. 
that's a, such a good example of reframing this thing you have to do as something you want to do because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. want to practice, but don't be the tyrant that says, clean it, clean it. And if you don't clean it, you mm-hmm. suck. And every time you're, and then you're sitting there and you're ruminating about just like how terrible, terrible. I'm so terrible. Cause I won't go clean that, but I don't want to clean it right now. Cause I feel bad. Stop that. Stop that immediately. Reframe it in your brain. That's all it takes. Nothing external needs to change. Reframe it in your brain as something you want to do. Just and maybe give yourself a reward. Fuck it. Give yourself a little chocolate snack at the end. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Just... My favorite thing, like if you like mow the lawn or like yesterday, uh, at my uncle and uncle we got a putting green and like it's just like this mm-hmm. turf thing and it's like really bumpy. So we have this big roller, right? That's mm-hmm. like 250, 300 pounds, just filled with sand, right? This thing's like mm-hmm. two feet in diameter, filled with sand. So you can imagine how heavy, it gets heavy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so to push it is like, it's a heave. Yeah. And so like yesterday I like, I'd already lifted and stuff, but I was like, you know what just always better is more exercise. You know what would mm-hmm. be cool if I could hit some good putts? I'm like, let's go roll it. And it's just, I just think of it as an exercise. And then it's like, mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it. And I did it one mm-hmm. way. And I was like, I'm kind of, I got some more energy left. Let's just yeah. do it the other. Let's go. We went this way and then yeah. let's do it this way too. Green's yeah. rolling great now. I'm just striping nice. the putts, dude. It's just, let's it's go, dude. Can be. That's and so it's sick. Just like, and I wanted to, or like today I was like, like, like I we had like this backpack leaf blower that's just really fun to use, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is allowed to be fun. This is a good thing to mm-hmm. like and be fun. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking forward after this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go leaf blow the driveway. Yeah, that's not something I, you would ever do. I'm like, who cares? Why does the driveway need a leaf yeah. blower? Well, the world's better when it's it just looks better, right? Yeah. And the leaf blower is fun to use. So yeah, why not dude. Both? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fun. Your leaf blower is fun, it's dude. Fun. It's just loud, and you have, you feel like a superhuman because you have powers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just make it fun. Dude, no, I could I could tell, man. I feel like recently you've been getting a lot of like really healthy mentalities and improving in that way, like a more positive, loving mentality, and I could tell and it's awesome, dude. I think you're doing a really good job and it's Thank I think you. it's cool. I really appreciate yeah, dude. That's a that's a that's a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah, dude. I dude, I think it's really cool and I think this is a good kind of not a segue, it's just continuing conversation into another concept that I wanted to bring up that I'd like to bring up anyway, but I think about more and more is the node in a network concept. And you brought this up years ago uh, and Jordan Peterson had said it. And I thought it was such a good way to this day. It has become more and more clear how good that way that that model of understanding of this world is. It has become, it's like, you know, one of those ideas where you go, that's a good idea, but it becomes a better idea. The longer you live your life, and the more you think about it, you go, well, actually, wow, that's, that's a really good idea. That's not just yeah, a good idea. Go, that's like the best like, idea I've ever heard. Holy shit. It just, it's amazing. These things that you hear, you know, just things that come to your brain. It's like, how many times have people told you the exact correct thing and it just fucking bounces off and like one day you go, whoa. Yeah, that's but really the true. the problem is you need to get better at filter because there's a lot of things that people tell you that are bad advice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's a lot of bad, you know what's a bad advice? Like what somebody brought this up is be yourself. Mm-hmm. No, don't do that. Go be better than yourself because you can mm-hmm. just do that because mm-hmm. you can pretend. Because mm-hmm. guess what? If you pretend to be the better version of yourself, mm-hmm. you just you just are. Like, mm-hmm. if you go, I'm going to go be the charismatic version of myself. I'm not going to go be myself, right? Like, if I'm in a bad mood, I don't want to be mm-hmm. that guy. I want to be mm-hmm. positive me. So I'm not going to go mm-hmm. just be myself. I'm going to go mm-hmm. be the best version of myself. It's You know, it's mm-hmm. different. Um, I, I want to, yeah. What are you saying? Oh, I want to... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> the one thing I want to bring up about that is I really like the idea as long as we add... I like the idea and if we add a caveat, it's even better. And and here's what I mean by that is... Mm-hmm. Um, is when someone says be yourself, that can mean a lot of things. And so there's this argument of be yourself or be a better version of yourself. I think those are actually going in the same direction and mean the same thing. And here's mm-hmm. what I mean by that. In my mind... Who is Reno? Who is Reno's self? Reno is the most loving, forgiving, hardest working, fittest, funniest person who is in general helping every single person he meets, making people laugh and just raising the world up in every facet that he is capable of. Sometimes current Reno is a lazy asshole and he just wants to light people the fuck up. That's not who you are. That's who you are in that moment. 
who you truly are is that moment where you forget time and and time just passes so quickly and you're so happy and people and you're and you're in that flow zone you're in the zone and you're just loving every moment of every day and or or maybe your goals are different maybe it's you're hyper efficient or or maybe you're you're on the football field whatever it is that's who you are that's being yourself you're not always being yourself the asshole version of you is not yourself that's a current status of being but that's not yourself and the last thing i'll say about that is i feel like i haven't even discovered who i am i think that there is and i don't think you have and i don't think anyone has because i think that who we really really are and who we are going to be eventually is so monumentally epic that we can't even conceptualize it and we can't even see how to get there or what it's going to be. But eventually, through actions of our lives and through different thoughts and philosophies we read, we start to poke around in this world and in our minds we are. And then we start to go like, oh, that's who I am. Because I love being, I love doing that. That is kind of who I am. That's a tenant of who I am, actually. I never realized that. I'm yourself, you're discovering who you are. And that, and so you're, you know, at first you're 10% of who you are and then you learn more. Now you're 20% of who you are and yourself. And then you're 50%, you're 60%, you're 80% of who you are. That's being yourself is this archetype, like archetype of just like your zone, just your mentalities are dialed. Your love is dialed. Your energy is dialed. Everything is you, you wake up and you go, God damn, this is a good ass life. And that may not be right now. And it's always going to get better. That's who you are and understand. And that's, and that's something I try to do is when I'm angry or I just like, I just was a dickhead to somebody. Like I just really said something that was just not okay. And it made them feel bad. And I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm rude. We're all there, dude. Sometimes we just, (laughs) (laughs) but I think in that moment, just realize they're learning experiences. They are. They're learning experiences, dude. And and just coming out of my mouth. That's a weird way to phrase that. (laughs) <laughs> the foot is slowly <laughs> no but it happens and yeah and you, it's a learning experience and you just go that was a current state of being that's not who i am forever stop thinking that the way you currently are right now is the way you're going to be forever that's it's not it's not who you're going to be it's just how you are currently in the moment dude it, yeah exactly dude you're sometimes it's good to remember that it's like you're almost an observer of things that are happening sometimes, but mm. other times you're kind of doing it and are in control. But it's it really is, dude. So much of the world is just mindset. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I think that's, that's how you that's how you change the external world is mm-hmm. mindset. <laughs> dude, you can change your entire reality based on your mindset. And I'm not talking about lying to yourself or being willfully blind. That's something that Jordan Peterson says all the time: willfully blind. You choose not to see things. I'm not talking about that, mm-hmm. but. But I want to hear your perspective on this too. I feel like you can change how you feel the world is. And if you change how you feel the world is and how you're sensing the inputs from the world, you effectively have changed the world you're in. So if currently, you know, you say like, oh, well, I hate people. I'm like, oh, people are so freaking dumb and we're in a dangerous situation and my life sucks and I don't have enough money and my job sucks and my manager's a dick. You can change. That's your world, right? That's that's the input coming in, and you say that's the, that is the cards I've been dealt. That is my world. You can change your how you view that, and you will make yourself instantly happier. You go. My manager is currently teaching me how to not how to not be a manager. I'm currently learning what a shitty manager does, and I will no longer do those things. Um, I'm not making a lot of money. Well, I am currently learning how I'm currently learning what it's like to not have a lot of money. I'm and and I've lived there. I've lived there for everybody. I I lived on I barely enough income in Austin when I first got here, but it was a learning experience. And what's really nice about it, I'm not afraid to lose my money because I've had no money before, and so now I'm happy that happened. Because I go, well, yeah. What's the worst that happened? I lose my money. Been there before, and I raised myself out of it, and I'll just do that again. And then, and so all of a sudden the world becomes this dope place. And then you say, Oh, you know what? I do love people. My interactions, just how I understand them needs to change. And you start to, it's like what you're saying, you're reframing it. And all of a sudden you go, wow, this world is actually pretty awesome. Nothing about the world changed, but your mentality changed. And once your mentality changes, now you 
are actually improving the world and affecting it in a positive way. And then the external factors start to change, but your internals got to change. Then the external changes, you make more money, you know, blah, blah, blah. I agree with that. Reno, I think this has been a good hour. This has been a really good hour. I think we, this yeah, is one of our we're gonna, best I ones. I think we're going to stop it. If you've been tuning in, we really appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. We're doing this every Saturday. That was why I made the title of the Facebook. We are doing this every Saturday. Nice. <laughs> a great way to communicate information. Yep. We will be doing this every Saturday. And next week will be like, yep. next week I already thought, next week's title. Well, okay. it'll, it'll be spontaneous in the moment. Yeah. But what it'll likely be is, this is a comfortable place. Come pop in for an hour. Boom. I like this it. Is a, yeah, this is a good spot. Your yeah. Saturday will be better if you're here. Because yep. that's the truth. It is. Dude, well, right. thank you everyone for listening. You're thank all dope. Thank you so much. And I love you and goodbye.